Hey everyone! Hello, hello, hello! We are back for episode three. Episode three of My Dish Dish. Welcome to My Dish Dish. It's Mackenzie here. And Will. So we are excited for episode three. Um, we uh, started off with the night, the night with a quite a lovely dish that we like to call a kitchen sink dish. Yes, yeah, simple every day. We had a lemon chicken baked on the stovetop with a chickpea veggie salad and all laid over baked sweet potato. Will, do you want to talk a little bit about how the chicken was cooked? Yeah, so let's start with the chicken. So I uh, just uh, sliced the chicken thinly, probably like maybe one centimeter um, down a pretty half frozen chicken breast so you can get really cut clear slices. And then uh, let it thaw a little bit. Will rolled over here with the chicken like in two little baggies. Yes, so I did. Was ready, I, ready I was ready to go. Yeah. And, you know, again, what's great about, I guess, I love knowing that I know how to cook, that I don't have to show up at a friend's house and be like, oh, no, I don't know what spices to use. It's just like, you know what? I'll look and see what we can use. <laughs> and bada bing, bada boom, we got a butter lemon chicken and it was delicious. And so, like I said, I had sliced chicken. Raw, obviously. And um, I looked at Mackenzie fridge quickly, and she had lemon, butter, pepper, salt. Done. And here we go. Yes, and you like to add a little bit of breading to oh, yes. so, the chicken. So at, so I, after I let um, basically chicken cook in, in a little olive oil for a little bit, did pepper and salt, and then I added the butter and lemon and just kind of let that uh, cook slowly and simmer, but then I did put a lid in and let it kind of boil all the juices in the lemon. And then I, I'm not a fan of basically the soup part. I like it when it thickens enough that it sticks to the protein. And so um, I just threw a question at Mackenzie, be like, hey, do you have any, some type of cornstarch, flour, yada, yada? And she said, I've got this. There was fish fry in the back of the cupboard. Fish fry that so also used, already had cornmeal in the it. essence lemon. of lemon and it had corn flour. It was perfect. So honestly, I probably used maybe about a fourth a cup and I just sprinkled over the whole dish and tossed it lightly so it would coat and soak in all of the juices and it turned into a really lovely consistency. It did. So this got laid over sweet potatoes. We did two sweet potatoes in the oven for about an hour. Really like hardcore baked potato. Um, just pop some holes in it and put it what on. You, what for, was the temperature? It's for 400. 400, for okay. For like 45 minutes to an hour. Um, sweet potatoes are tricky. I, I mean, not to like stop your amazing recipe of sweet potatoes, but like but sweet potatoes are tricky. Like... I feel like you do need that full hour. Like, yeah, 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 it, totally. It takes, if you're not going to dice it. And, yeah, if you're yeah. not going to dice it or stick it with a fork or do anything to it, you need that full hour yes. at a higher heat to also get that sugar to crystallize too, which brings out a little bit more of the sweetness. And then about halfway through, I put olive oil on the outside um, just so that it was not as dry. Lovely. Because I was going to leave it there a little Lovely. And then we topped it off with this chickpea concoction. Which was amazing. Thank you. Uh, started off with cooked chickpeas in the can and chopped red pepper and onion, zucchini, a little bit of celery. And then I threw cilantro in there, which I think is what probably why you liked it so much. Maybe. Yeah. And then threw some lemon. And then I made a vinaigrette. I didn't actually... 
You can emulsify the vinaigrette first and dump it on there, which I probably would do going forward. Uh, what I did was just put the mustard, olive oil, and uh, balsamic vinegar in and and mix it around. I would definitely sort of stir that, that those things together so that they would go on the, the stuff a little bit thicker. But you said you did also squeeze a little lemon in that, too. A lot of lemon in A there. lot of lemon. So I guess it was kind of funny. Like, we just had this the lemon, lemon theme Absolutely. throughout, which I guess complimented. So we did, like Mackenzie said, we stacked everything. We, we looked at our dish options, and <laughs> we went with a bowl. We did. We ended up with an IKEA 360 bowl. Discontinued. Um, <laughs> very simple. They're... Um, they're sort of ivory looking um, ceramic bowls that you I think we probably bought in college um, but so anyway let's we'll, well again well a bit, the reason I brought up the bowl is yeah. because we stacked everything so we put this we mashed the sweet potato at the bottom of the bowl and then I did a little layer of the chickpea salad and then I put the chicken uh, lemon butter chicken on top of as well as uh, another layer of the chickpea salad so for some reason it is an amazing, delicious dish. Like, it just, everything complements each other. Yeah, From the sweet potato, the chickpea yes. salad, to the, the lemon chicken, it was delicious. And we plated it in a 360 bowl from Ikea uh, and paired the wine ah, with the yes, 360 the bowl because we bought the 360 Spain um, Graja from uh, the Tempranillo, which... Mostly I bought because it had a picture of a pig on it. And so we're ah, celebrating the year of the pig. Year of the pig. The 360 bowl and the 360 wine, year of the pig. It all just really came together and, and all the lemon, all the pigs, all the 360s. Which goes to show you, everyone, <laughs> you know what? Just have a really damn nice meal every day. Even if it's a kitchen sink meal. right? 360. It's great. 365. But we're not here to talk about IKEA bowls no. as much as we're no. here to talk about some Warwick Wonderful China. Wonderful segue. Warwick China. That yes. That popped up in Mr. Johnson's life this last weekend. So um, I'm going to give a quick description of this Warwick China. And what is the name of the Warwick China? So the Warwick China that we are looking at is actually called AB9346. Gosh, that name is so I sexy. I know. And we're trying to see, we will do a little bit more research to see what AB means because Warwick China does there have different letters there's AB there's B there's D and so these things may have there's C they may have significance by year they may have significance by what they're made from we're not we're not quite sure because Warwick there's not a ton of information about Warwick, right but we'll talk about them in a second all right so, so yeah for this disc challenge um, it, I've got 30 seconds to describe it, <laughs> and Mackenzie, count me in. Ready? Go. All right, so this, think pastels, think, think uh, pastel green and pink and uh, gold. So on the outer rim, you've got a pastel green with baskets of roses um, accompanied by, I would say, just uh, a nice gold rim and then a nice almost like fleur-de-lis following it all the way around the rim. And then you've just got this bright white center of the dish that complements your food. Um, I'm looking at a picture, so I'm seeing a gravy boat. I'm seeing sugar, creamer, teacup, soup bowl, salad plate, and uh, a regular dinner plate. So it is a beautiful, nice set that uh, I think will go with a lot of dishes. All right. <laughs> dishes meaning food. Yes. Not to confuse people. Dishes meaning food. That's the 30-second description of the Warwick AB9346. We don't have a ton of hit. 
our internet research did not elicit a ton of history about right. that specific piece. What we do know about Warwick China Company is it's a it's an American company in Warwick, I'm sorry, in Wheeling, West Virginia. So what's funny is <laughs> I grew up, I went to high school near Wheeling, West Virginia. So Wheeling, West Virginia was booming back in the late 1800s, early 1900s because of the railroad, coal, steel, like it was set to be the next Pittsburgh. But something took a turn. And Wheeling did not grow to the size of what Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is now. We're not sure why. I'm sure someone else will call in and tell me why. And I would appreciate you if you do. (laughs) But Warwick, China was this downtown fine China that upper middle class and, and upper ups could enjoy. And so the Warwick, China was... Produced in Wheeling from 1887 to, eight, to 1951. And they made tableware and vases and other semi-porcelain pieces. They were located in downtown. And the thing that we're reading talks about how the factory was purchased in 2002 and then demolished in 2004. Ew. So I know. So the building is actually not even in existence anymore, partially because of... Um, structural issues. There are a couple of deeper dives. Someone wrote a book called Warwick, China, the company built by the people, which very much aligns with what sort of West Virginia was, was about at that time in the world. And full disclosure, I am from West Virginia, so I support this China. (laughs) Just saying. Not only do you support the China, but it seems to be passing, but it's being passed. Okay. Okay. So why are we talking about this? So, um, so this, pattern that you can see on mydishdish.com. It was in my mom's family. So my mom's family, um, even though they hailed from Delaware and Indiana and all the other places, this came from Columbus, Ohio. So my grandmother loved a deal. And dear old Eleanor, she would go out and she would scour Columbus and she would find deals. And one of the deals she found was a 12-set uh, place setting of this AB9346 <laughs> Warwick, China. I, again, I'm talking gravy tra- trains. I've got, I'm talking uh, cups, saucers, salad bowls, um, plates, uh, dinner plates, luncheon plates, like everything in between. Well, when do you think she would have been out uh, looking for this stuff? Probably in the 50s. Okay, so she was out thrifting in the 50s for this job. Uh, well, I'm sure it was 40s, 50s, but okay. um, I'm sure she found so it, it has before. A yes, it has a history even before my mother had it or my grandmother mm-hmm. having it. And so I've eaten off these plates. Like when I would visit my grandmother, this was the set, one of the sets of china she would use. Um, sidebar, my gosh, talk to my aunts this past weekend because a reason why this is coming up is I went to a cousin's wedding and my cousins, well, before I get to my cousin, my aunt, I asked about my grandmother's china. And do you know where it is? I do not. It is in an attic. Whose attic? In Mount Vernon, Ohio, of my other aunts. So this beautiful china that was given to my grandparents as wedding presents is not being utilized. So Nana used the thrift store china. So she, she, well, my mother got the thrift store. But her stuff is uh, stored up in the attic. But her stuff is being stored up in an attic in the middle of nowhere, Ohio. (laughs) Sorry, Mount Vernon. I'm sure you're lovely, but I don't know you that well. So (laughs) 
bringing back to today, this China AB nine three four six. Um, so your mom packed it all up. My mom packed it all up. She said, "Well, my mom has three sets of China. She gave me one, which well, okay, she had four. Now she has three. Now she's realized that third set that um, my cousin was getting married, and it dawned on her, why not pass along the tradition instead of getting rid of? Let's give it a new life. So this Warwick AB nine three four six." Is being handed down to my cousin Caleb and his new wife Katie. And congratulations, congratulations, Katie. guys! We are excited for you. If you need some recipes, call us. Um, so this china is now a part of their history. So it, it is amazing from the fact that you know, and also the fact that I, I grew up in West Virginia. We've lived in West Virginia. We've been near Wheeling. While well, my mom worked in Wheeling, West Virginia, there's like all these circles kept overlapping, and now this china that is still in my family is going to bring joy and bring conversation and bring love around a table. I think they're going to Indiana, back to Indiana. So there you go. So it has a so cheer, cheers, cheers, cheers to that. To Wheeling. Cheers to Wheeling. Yes, and we were talking about a new life for this china. Will and I also were talking about perhaps a new name. Yes, yes. So. Warwick AB nine three four six just does not have a nice ring. Yeah, so we're gonna throw out. What is your What are your first thoughts? Uh, go back to the description real quick. It's so it is a pastel green rim with a gold r- single rim around the outermost side, as well as some Florida leaves that connect different little rose baskets like every five inches around the plate. Yes. So my suge- my my first suggestion is we call it Warwick a tisket a tasket. Ooh <laughs> I, that's that's what I'm I'm throwing that tisket a tasket. I'm starting with that one. What do you what, I, uh, what do you my think? goodness I don't know if I want to go. <laughs> um I'm gonna go with um oh my gosh I just thought all I could think of something boring is like rose basket. <laughs> That's that you've got tisket attached. All I'm thinking is rose basket. What is basket in Spanish? <laughs> I don't even know. The um, are you Florida lease? Well, again, it looks like Florida lease. I know they're not Florida lease. So like maybe you know, is there a West Virginia? Is there like an Appalachian rose? That, ooh. ooh, Appalachian rose is cute. I love it. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Mackenzie, you just named it. Everyone, at, net, we, from this day forward. It's actually Warwick <laughs> AB nine three four six is now going to be known as Appalachian Rose. Appalachian. It could be AB could be Appalachian Basket. Ooh, it's not. I think I think you're right. Appalachian Rose is Appalachian Rose is is one of the ladies and gentlemen. Chinas. Appalachian Rose. You can see it on our website <laughs> mydishdish.com. Yes. Um, I think that is perfect for this. <laughs> Um, and again, Katie and Caleb, enjoy that Appalachian Rose because it will bring so much joy to your life. Yes, we hope you have a simple Wednesday dinner of lemon chicken and and chickpea salad on your Appalachian Rose Warwick from Auntie Susan. And um, as a bonus episode, we will call Katie and Caleb. Oh yes, well yes. In the next probably. Ha- maybe six months, you know, let them get settled, okay. let them use it. Okay. And then we're going to call them and talk about their Appalachian Rose China. Okay. And we may also add to this podcast about the 
more about the Warwick Company because there is some interesting stuff about the the social the, the sort of the the company the the populist origins of the company. The right. notion that it was built by the people in West Virginia. Yes, is interesting to us too. Almost heaven. Almost oh. Appalachian Rose. (laughs) Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you so much. And blessed time. A blessed time. A lovely time. Get your China out. Make some food and have great conversation. Send us a note. Send us a note with you. Yeah. Send us some photos. We'd love to see. Until next time. I'm Will. And I'm Mackenzie. And this is my dish dish. My dish dish. Or yeah. Okay. You can also make sure that you go to mydishdish.com to see all the notes from this episode, pictures of the china, pictures of the meal. As well as the recipe. The re- and some and some background information um, if you wanted to dig deeper into the history. Till next time. <laughs> dish you later. Oh! That's not going to stick. That's not going to stick? Okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.